Yo, it's Christian Boy Stop 3706. So, this is part two of the uh, 10th anniversary Blueprint 3 episode that we did. Uh, we're going to discuss the whole Jay Z NFL partnership, quote unquote, controversy, along with about uh, Rhapsody and the issues with uh, people not supporting her and some of the thoughts about her album release and things along with that. So, uh, again, appreciate the support. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter and uh, enjoy that. Committee, the clan, you know, we here. So how are we going to start this? All right. So this might be two parts. I might break this episode up. So on this, on this part, we're going to talk about a couple of things. So Jay-Z has obviously been in the news. Now, I do <laughs> want to get triple studs because it does tie into a couple of things we get into. We probably knock it out like 15 minutes. But um, what are your, your thoughts about uh, Jay-Z? teaming up with the NFL after, you know, he said that he, you know, didn't need the NFL, NFL needs him, wouldn't perform at the Super Bowl. And now it's turned around and partnering with them to uh uh what is it called? Inspire change? Yeah. Is that what the initiative is? Yeah. Um and have it just a preface if you haven't been on the Twitters lately, Jay Z is getting flamed. Oh, like uh, I have uh, seen Photoshop pictures of him. I actually tweeted a Photoshop picture of him oh, with I the MAGA hat on. I saw it this morning and I <laughs> I wanted to react, and I was like, you know what? I got therapy. Like, let me not, let me not, let me not work myself up this morning. <laughs> so, so what are your what are your your thoughts? I know it's, and this is one reason I do like having a podcast because you can actually talk to people as far as opposed to like arguing with people on Twitter that really don't have any points, don't do any research or anything like that. They just want to get their hot takes off and right and be, and be mad with everybody at the moment. Outraged, yeah, yeah, and then not care about it like a week later. So. Um, let me, let me start off by saying I am, I am a logical fan. I know we, we joked around on the, on the podcast, the optics itself, it did take me back when I read it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I want to read the headline. Let me say that. I was like, this is weird. Like make this make sense a little bit. And then I click the link and I read a little bit more into it. Um, so initially when everything kind of like jumped off i'm just like well nobody read the read the article because the article makes sense to me like mm-hmm. jay-z is and of course you have to use the biggest name attached that's how you get publicity but it's like this program was started a year before it they really they they were doing shit with it but they really weren't doing shit with it and then they partnered up with jay-z so now it looks like jay-z started inspire change when it's like inspire change has been going on with the player coalition like a year prior and this is the nfl's attempt to get it right okay like is this the way to go about it it can be debated but then this is their way to, to try to get it right how i argue this and I'm, I'm breaking it up into sections because my feelings change over time um but at that point i'm arguing with people like do we not remember that the NBA, like the NBA literally told black men, you could not wear your baggy pants, your cornrows, your jerseys, your throwbacks, your beepers and all this. You need to put on a professional suit. And everybody was like, okay, cool. No one ever thought to boycott. I mean, and, and it was a direct attack on the black players. Like it, it was, I mean, if you Alan look Iverson at it from a historical standpoint, yeah, I mean, it was really, yeah, it was really to Allen Iverson because he had really emerged hip hop with basketball. But I'm like, this social change that we all champion the NBA for, 
this wasn't always the, the peachy clean NBA that we love. It took a new commissioner. It took new things to change it. I personally believe the NFL won't see as much change as we, we want to, but it's not because of Jay-Z. It's not because they don't want to. I think it's the fates. I think it's hard to trust Roger Goodell when he's gotten so many things wrong before. Okay. So that's point one. It's like, look, some of these institutions that you're champion that you're putting up there, they did the same shit. Now it may not be as worse as blackballing. Well, not even that because the NBA has blackballed a player for political free speech. Um, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with his name. I know it's, um, uh, it's of Muslim descent. One of you guys can kind of really Google it, research it or whatever. Uh, but Abdul, uh, uh, Sharif or something like yeah, that. It's, it's some guy, but he, but he got blackballed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, not saying that these two are identical, but this institution had issues. They had problems. They basically threw black men under the bus and they took time. It took change. And now we look at the NBA as the standard for what we should do when it comes to community and professional athletes. So why can't we allow the NFL? Because they have been getting shit wrong for a minute. And now they're openly saying, yeah, we're going to try to change it. We're going to try to do it this way. Why can't we give it time? Like, that was my issue. And it, and it's still a part of my, my argument is like, nigga, this shit got announced, what, two weeks ago? Like, can we give it time? Like, n- nothing has ever changed overnight. Nothing has ever changed overnight. Like, absolutely nothing. And here we are kind of like beating down on the guy. Right. So that's so that's my initial stance. So then yesterday, uh, the I don't remember the resist programming, I think was a Twitter account started to give insight on this particular. Um, what is it called? This particular charity or nonprofit um, that was kind of encouraging guys to cut dreads and all lives matter, all lives matter situation and stuff like that. At that point, I just really felt like everybody Everybody just wants wants an angle to be mad at. Like, did I like seeing that, that that was the charity? No. But at the end of the day, this $400,000 is going to some black boy that can grow these dreads back. That may be the fucked up, like, perspective so, to take, but it's like, that shit can happen. Like, it's not, me, I, I'm me, not in agreement that, that, let me say that too, before people get in my mentions, like, I'm not saying that the lady should be cutting dreads or promoting cutting dreads means you, you can't have a better life if you got them. But if we if we talking about hair versus four hundred thousand dollars for some for some youth that nobody give a fuck about, we only talk about Chicago when we comparing it to somebody else. But no, and and let me not say nobody, but the masses don't focus on Chicago and bringing change to Chicago. So here you have this international organization and this and this superstar coming together to put money and action behind what they're saying, and we're finding something to be mad about. That's what I honestly feel like this is what the situation is, is that we're finding ways to be mad about every week. It's this is what Jay-Z did wrong. Somebody will find something where he, you know, cancels out this one thing and then somebody finds something else. It's like if we're going to be mad at Jay-Z, just say you're mad at Jay-Z and call it a day like we don't have to kind of go through everything with a fine tooth comb. So with the dreads thing. So, again, the Internet is a great place for multiple reasons, but usually people just use it to be, uh, to be fake outrage. So like you can Google the lady's name, right? And that's what I did. I'm like, you know what? People are getting mad. Let's see what's really going on. So the lady's name is Sally Hazelgrove, right? 
So again, my, my thing is, like you said, people don't read. They just want the hot take. They read the, the, uh, the press clippings. But like this lady, I put up an article from, I think, 2000 and it was quite a, quite a while. It was a couple of years ago. It was before this, this popped off. This is in 2017. And it's talking about her bio and her story. And this lady, she started volunteering in Chicago with at-risk males in Inglewood in the South Side 16 years ago, right? And she moved to Inglewood with her children six years ago. So it would have been 2011 to gain an understanding of the violence and to be in their shoes. And she says that forever changed her and motivated her more to build something to combat violence and shootings that are claiming, you know, the young men's lives in the streets, right? And she started this uh, organization, Crusaders Club, in 2013. Uh, she won the Project Impact competition for Model Redirect Juveniles versus Incarcerate Them. Their mission is to be the strongest alternative to gangs by arming youth with support, with support and skills needed to restore their lives, rebuild their communities. So you can go read the article. I'll, I've retweeted it at the uh, VoyageChicago.com. But it's pretty much saying what she, the work that she's actually putting in. But the optics that Twitter saw is just a lady cutting off dreads. Now, again, if people would read what what the tweet actually said it's not saying that hey we're just cutting off these these niggers treads in chicago they are allowing her to cut their treads off right it's not like it's forced they even released a statement because there was a, a hot take article that was put out that they had to go back and uh update because the the first thing that they said was that oh this organization is forcing people to cut off their treads yada 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 all right hold on and this is from Fader.com. The original post from Fader that got people all up in a tizzy was that scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, the original article was saying that. Fuck. Anyways, the the main point is the hot take was that this lady was forced them to cut their dregs. Then they had updated saying in a statement provided by the organization saying that regarding the dreads, the Crusaders Club does not have any policy prohibiting dreadlocks. We welcome all hairstyles from our youth. On occasion, our kids look at the change of their hairstyle and ask us to assist, especially since haircuts can be costly and expensive for them. Our goal and will always be to equip youth with resources to improve the neighborhoods maximize their potential and develop leaders of tomorrow. Right. So what I was trying to say is what, what is not positive of looking like chief Keith from the South side of Chicago, right? Like, unfortunately the stigma out there and for a lot of black people, unfortunately is that those guys out there are probably associated with gangs. What is the problem with making yourself not look like somebody that could be affiliated with a gang, right? Obviously, in that area, they're profiled, unfortunately, which is still not right. But if somebody chooses to cut their hair to help their appearances, it can help them get a job and get a better life. I don't see what the problem is. And all the people that are tweeting and they're angry getting their hot takes off. What are you doing to help? What are you doing to improve society? That's the, that's How are you the helping question. black people? That's, the that's absolutely nothing for 99 percent of them. That, that, that's what I was going to say, like, as far as. Like when I, when I saw the number, when I saw, you know, Jay-Z, Rock Nation. And um, the NFL, they give four hundred thousand dollars to this to this organization. I'm just like, okay, hold on a second. 
Jay-Z is worth a billion dollars. Rock Nation is worth, you know, however millions, maybe billions of dollars also. The NFL in itself is worth billions of dollars, I think. The Dallas Cowboys by itself is worth over $5 billion. And for them to only give up $400,000 to this cause, that means that, you know, each NFL team and Jay-Z slash Rock Nation gave up $12,000. That's all they put in each if they were to divide it up by 33. And it, but, but, but see, that's where yeah. it's like people are not reading because this is going to happen. They're going to do this for, if I'm not mistaken, it's 17 or 18 games. It's going to be every game a week. It's going to be inspired change in the NFL donating to some, some NFL, whatever NFL town is like, that's what they're doing. So this is just the first one. Like we yeah, have to exactly. wait and continue to see. So like, how are we complaining? Cause I saw those tweets. I'm like, First off, we're talking about almost a half a, a half a million dollars to one organization. Yep, and, and that yeah, was and that, that, was, that, and that was the too. thing where I was. That's where I kind of had the after even after doing that, I got to step back and be like, okay, what have I done though? Like, am I doing anything to help the the people in Chicago? Am I doing anything to help the the people in my neighborhood or in my in my community? And it's just like, like like South Breeze is saying, something is being done. It's just that the optics, there are certain optics that don't look well. And yeah. the, the the thing that I don't like for Jay-Z is I feel like they're using him as sort of like a, a meat shield to kind of cover up what is going on in their league. You know, like for Jay-Z, it's, it's obviously a good business move, but it's just, it's just, it's turning into Jay-Z versus Colin Kaepernick. And it when it turns into that, it turns into people not looking at the NFL. It, we're We're no longer looking at, Okay, why are there no black owners when there's, you know, 90% of the NFL is black? Why aren't there any black offensive coordinators? Why, why do when black coaches get fired, the chances of them getting rehired as a head coach are like drastically cut in half? Like we're, we're, we're not looking at that anymore. And now we're focusing on, oh, are Jay-Z and, and Colin Kaepernick friends now? Or have they been talking? Have they been discussing things? And whose side are you on? And we're going back and forth on this. And it's just like, it's almost like a smokescreen because at the end of the day, the NFL is profiting off of what they're keeping Colin Kaepernick out of the league for. And we're not talking about that anymore because we're too busy talking about if Jay-Z is, you know, giving money to an all lives matter, Trump supporting uh, organization. Like a lot of this stuff gets lost. See, I'm like, I think my whole thing about it is if, I, I understand I'm a, a Jay-Z fan, so I watch Jay-Z just a little bit more than everybody else. But we look at the Trayvon Martin situation. We think about, we go back to Sean Bell. This is before Jay-Z yeah. is even accepted by the whites. We go back and he's always been for us. Like whether he's explicitly said it and we've seen it, or if he's done it behind the scenes and the people that he's affected and, and did things for, they come out and say it, you know? He's never really been the, and when I say the flashy guy, I'm not talking about, of course, in the big pimping era, but in regards to his community service and things like that, he's never been the flashy guy. He's never been a flashy guy. So my mentality and kind of what I'm holding on to until I see otherwise is like, Jay-Z had multiple times multiple times to quote unquote betray me because I hate that I hate that line like how the fuck is Jay-Z working with the NFL betraying me Jay-Z don't owe me shit but anyway but in, if I'm using this 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 paraphrase like how is he betraying me um 
for making this deal. Like, I don't see it yet. Because if we if we're, if I'm going off of his track record, Jay-Z been looking out for me or people that look like me way more than I've been looking out for myself. So why would I like I just I don't know. I think Jay-Z has too much money, too much influence and too much power to let the NFL out of all the things in his life that he's probably going to come in contact with. Like he was literally he said I had Obama on the jack on the jack. Obama and, and Jay-Z were friends. Michelle and Beyonce are friends. You know, like you basically have every political pa- entity in your right hand. And you want me to believe that the hill he's about to die on is the NFL to betray me? Fuck out of here. I, I, I can't I can't buy into that until I see it. And if he does, I'll be the first person to say, yo, I look like a fucking fool. I believe in this man. But I'm not about to jump off the boat on Jay-Z because the the more he's done way more good for the commu- for the community than you know than a lot of people including myself and that and and i think that was his argument in that press conference is like you want to talk shit to me you want to say that i'm doing this wrong like but what have you done and i think the question i pose to a lot of the people who oppose him is it really is that theory of how do you expect for us to get anything if we work in as opposition all the time, not saying that Jay-Z is in bed for the better to betray us, but what if you have to kiss ass to get in these doors to make the change? We see it all the time um, in other corporate entities. Um, you know, Kamala Harris, to bring up politics, vote in 2020, if you listen to this, like, we get mad at a black prosecutor for putting people in jail. They just so happen to be black. That is ridiculous. I don't. But it's her that. job. That's, like, her, that's what I'm saying. That's her job. Like, and, and kind of, I don't want to lose your train of thought, but there was another tweet that I shot to KJ Dallas kid. He sent me that. I don't know if it was that organization or another organization that, uh, that they're supporting, but it had young black youth, uh, with police badges. And the, the quotation was kind of like, Oh, uh, these young guys are excited to be future police officers. They're excited to arrest people and they're excited at the prospect of making starting out at like $70,000 a year. And I'm like, okay, A, why would you be mad at that? Because A, a, a police officer's job is to arrest people, right? B, it's $70,000 to a young kid that's in, from the hood. That's, that's, that might as well be a million dollars. Like, why are we mad at that? And the next point is, is like, don't we want more black cops in the community, right? Isn't that one of the problems we have with these uh, white cops policing black neighborhoods? Like, wouldn't that be an ultimate benefit? But all you guys want to do is see the the flashy hot takes and the, the initial reactions and don't think and read. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I but I will say for those people who are upset, I understand initially. Like, if we talk about headlines and reading a couple of tweets, I would be pissed the fuck off. But I also know how to click read more or more info here or actually click on the link to get a little bit more insight and do my own research. So it doesn't I don't feel betrayed by Jay-Z and Inspire Change in the NFL. Because guess what? Last season, when Jay-Z wasn't involved, I was still watching the NFL. I was playing fantasy football. Like, And, and, and I think to Marcus's point, when we talk about how it shifted kind of from Jay-Z to Kaepernick, shoot me. But I say that's a little bit more on Kaepernick than it is Kaepernick and Eric Reed than it is on like Jay-Z in the NFL. Because it wasn't until this quote-unquote un- alleged feud started that I realized the protest had now shifted to us getting Kaepernick a job. I always thought the protest was about police brutality and and so forth. Like, 
I didn't know that we were now protesting his job. Because if, if that had been communicated, then yeah, I would feel betrayed. I would, I would definitely feel betrayed by Jay-Z for working with the NFL had I known when we started to protest, we were protesting Kaepernick getting a job. When Kaepernick took the money and when Kaepernick signed that piece of paper that said, you cannot discuss anything outside of this walls of what we've given you or what we've done for you or what we admitted to, that was it to me. You, that was, whatever money, whatever they gave you was enough. So that's enough for me. So why are we now... When Jay-Z works with them looking like, hey, get Cap a job, or um, why doesn't Cap, like, that's not Jay-Z's problem. Cap made his decision, because if it wasn't enough money, or if he really wanted that job, he would have continued to fight. But in my opinion, he got what he wanted, or he got what he felt like he deserved, and that's it. The end. And, yeah, and Marcus had the point that he probably doesn't want to play. He He won, like, again... Uh, this kind of sides to the Andrew Luck thing. Like, why would you do this if you don't have to? Like, you collected the bag, you're making changes, and you don't have to potentially have CTE in 20 years or have bad knees or bad ankles. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a martyr. And you're he's still a martyr. In, in, yeah, yeah. He he's going to be in the history books, hopefully. Well, and, and but, I was um, going to say on on the on Jay Z on the Jay Z point, the 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 thing that's annoying about it about the discussion on Twitter, especially, is is that. This one deal, this one deal with the NFL essentially erased everything Jay-Z has been doing up to this point. Like, what, like, weren't we just like champion Jay-Z for like getting Meek Mill, like uh, the best lawyers? Uh, uh, Lil Wayne was having financial problems and Jay-Z had a hand in that. Uh, Black Lives Matter protesters that were getting locked up, that couldn't pay their bail, that didn't have great lawyers. Jay-Z and Beyonce, they were behind the scenes doing this stuff. Like Jay Z has been doing the work, he has a track record of being a, a quote unquote ally. So I don't think that this one deal should erase everything he's ever done, and I think it gives him at least some benefit of the doubt. And we should be able to do a wait and see for Jay Z just because he's just because he's done the work. Everybody doesn't get that leeway for me, you know, like Kanye West. If he does this deal, I'm looking at Kanye like, okay, uh, I don't know about this one. Like, this is probably something's going on here. But with Jay Z, we've seen what he's been doing. He's been he's put his money behind. Uh, he put his money behind the documentary about the the kid from New York that like got sent to Rikers Island for like five years because he couldn't pay brother. his bail. Yeah, J like Jay Z produced that. Like, Jay-Z has been behind the scenes doing stuff. Like, I'm sure he's worked with, like, Ava DuVernay, all the, the the people that you'd want to be associated with when it comes to these types of issues. Jay-Z has done the work. Does it look good? Like, it doesn't look good on Twitter. Because on Twitter, you only get so many characters. And on Twitter, I can frame it to say, Jay-Z gives money to an All Lives Matter Trump-supporting organization that has a white lady cutting off the dreads of black men. I can put that on Twitter. I can put a picture next to it. Screenshots on Twitter. The optics don't look good, but that's also not fair to do it on Twitter. You know, like, but that's what Twitter is. Twitter is just like, all right, let me find the screenshot that's going to, it's kind of like numbers. Like, I can find the screenshots. I can find the sentence. I can find, you know, the one quote that validates what I'm trying to say, that supports what I'm going to say. and. A lot of people aren't doing with like you sent me that article this morning. It's not a short article. Like it's a long article. And 
people ain't got people got ADHD. People ain't trying to read that. Like that. They're, we're reading headlines. And we're looking at pictures. And if if you can't get us in that, then a lot of people are just either taking it or leaving it, or just like ah, whatever. You know, it's it's it, it it's tough to discuss on Twitter. Like it really is. It's it's a tough thing. And I I do think Jay Z's heart is in the right place. I feel like I feel like he's he has good intentions. But a lot of people are just kind of, it's easy to, to look at, put this picture of this white lady cutting off the dreads of gang members or whatever they are. Or like, you know, it doesn't look good. The optics don't look good. And people, and, and that's all people want to see. They, they see the picture and they're just like, oh, well, that's what they're doing. That's who Jay-Z sports. Fuck Jay-Z, you know? I mean, Definitely. yeah, that's that's life. I'm, they love you, then they I'm, hate I'm you. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask y'all. I think I sent to Marcus, but sure, I'm gonna ask you this article I posted from 2014 from the same lady, uh, Sally Hazelgrove, and pretty much again, the organization is also like a like a boxing uh, club or whatever that they help with the youth. So again, they employ people at this uh, organization uh, part time for less than 5,000 a year. Well, now that they had that 200, $400,000, now they can pay these people more. They continue to help the community. Like th- this is a really good article from vice. Like it's got a lot of information. And again, she wrote this in 2014. Like this is, this is before 45 was in office. You know what I'm saying? Like <sighs> y'all got to read. That's, that's the, that's the, yeah. that's the bottom line. Y'all yeah. need, y'all need to read. Like y'all can Google every funny meme or every offensive meme or, every funny gif or video but like I, it literally took me two seconds to look up this lady's name google her and she's got a track record like i'm not mad at her for helping out black people I'm not mad I'm not mad at that but yeah we definitely got on a tangent really quickly because this ties in because this is one of jay-z's artists rhapsody oh and she Triple. did inspire change she just performed with inspire change too <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts? Uh album is phenomenal. Probably will end up in my top five, if not my top three for 2019. Um it was so it was so great that my therapist talked to me about it this morning. Wow. Like that's how deep it was. Um I think she did a really, really good job of keeping who she was. She was barred the fuck up, but a lot of those sounds, a lot of her hooks were very uh digestible fat is a good word to use like i think a lot of people can kind of be drawn into it and then find that subject matter i think she finally kind of got that mold of what i wanted her to do was like dumb down the chorus but you can still bar us up but i'm not gonna listen to this weird ass um shit she was doing but that one song the single i don't know how to pronounce the single whatever the single is was probably the worst decision to make it a single i personally don't like the song i know sniffle said he likes the song i dislike the song i know why after watching her breakfast club interview that's her lead single but i think that could have went away with the album and she could have replaced that song with um many of the other songs she said she recorded during that process but i think rhapsody did a flawless job on eve i think everyone should stream it i really was disappointed um that it didn't crack top 10 or even top 20 um but oh my that's God. yeah it that, i mean we we got to stop looking at numbers because the content is still there but um just with a lot of people using rhapsody's name within these past couple of months um mm. i was really hoping that that would channel into listens and 
you know, I wasn't expecting a number one. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sitting here thinking that Rhapsody was going to come out with a number one album, but I definitely wanted to see her top 20, but they allowed, uh, who dropped that day? It was Key Glock and Young Dolph dropped Dumb and Dumber mixtape that actually made like 19. <laughs> so it, it, you know, just seeing that it kind of frustrated me, but as far as the content quality, I mean, quality Rhapsody did what the fuck she needed to do. Well, I don't know if you tweeted this or somebody else tweeted it, but she had a has an album named every track is named after a prominent black woman, and it doesn't seem like the black women supported her. Now they slandered Jay Z or not Jay Z, J D to hell and back for making a for slandering a essentially black women artists. But where is that energy when a black woman artist drops an album? And like again, Uchi Wally Wally, or is it one bike? Like, what are we doing here? Exactly. Is and and I think the album, like she, like you said, they are named after prominent black people. She went and got a Queen Latifah feature, nigga. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's talking about that. What? She has a good verse. And and I also want to point out. Now I could be wrong, but I really think I'm right, and I I I'm open to be wrong. So tweet me if you got the answer. But I really think Rhapsody is the first female rapper to on a well female solo artist like rapper um to have a song over uncle luby which i thought was ironic because that's not her lane of music but that uh uncle luke don't stop get it get it little sample like i think she's probably the first female rapper to be on an uncle luke seat which would be crazy as fuck if this is true but i i'm i haven't seen I anything to, to combat it. I feel like there's the I feel like there has to be a City Girl song with some Uncle Luke <laughs> tracks. I feel like that's gotta mm-hmm. be a thing. I know they jacked a little New Orleans style. I but... had to go look I have to go run through Trina's like mixtape underground shits, but I still yeah. I still like as far as albums, I still haven't came across it yet. But I'm I'm open to being wrong because I do feel like it's it's probably one or two floating out there, but as as far as like maybe twenty ten to now, she's probably the only one. I mean, has anybody had a Queen Latifah feature in the last decade? Like, has anybody Absolutely. been able to get her in the booth? You know what I'm saying? Nope. And, and it's crazy hearing her in 2019. It wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded good. It flowed well. It wasn't like, oh, who's this old ass rapper? You know what I'm saying? Like, it it fit. It was refreshing. That's legit. It, that, it was a refreshing yes. moment on a refreshing album, which we needed. I think her and uh, I know we didn't want to talk about her. But I want to shout her out was Missy Elliott. I think both of them dropped really dope, unique. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um. And very, very concise. Yeah. Missy's project. I, I know we're talking about Rhapsody, but Missy's project was really, really good. And it, it took me back because it was like this. It, it didn't sound like what's on the radio today. It, it doesn't sound like anything. It sounds futuristic. And that was her brand. You know what I'm saying? So like even now in 2019 with new music, she is still giving us something that's not being heard right now. So shout out to Missy Elliott. Yes, so for all the people sad that Nicki retired, there are definitely other options. You can listen to Rhapsody, Dreezy, Rico Nasty, uh, Cash Doll, Young Baby Tate. Have you checked out Young Baby Tate yet? I have not. I have. I heard one. Go listen to Young Baby Tate. I'm going to give her a try. Um, She's actually going on tour with Mulatto, um, which she's a female rapper. Her mother's white. Her father is black. That's why she goes by Mulatto. Um. Very very problematic. She explains why she enjoys using mulatto. I'm a caller. I'm a caller. Big lotto. That's what I call her because that's what she kind of. That's her other little moniker. But um, 
yeah it's, it's we just have so it's so much music like if you are if you are distraught outside of being a barb if you're distraught about Nicki minaj not rapping again allegedly um you gotta just get on the internet just go, like you can literally google female rappers and i'm pretty sure you'll get like 20 mm. options at least like 20 you'll just, options you'll get a lot you'll definitely get a lot i i know for me like the i'm not gonna take too long because i know we've been talking for a while i'm not gonna go like in depth about the album i didn't like the single as as a single because i'm not a fan of artists putting out singles when it's not one of the best songs from the album like i feel like i could name like four or five so like nina would have been it's a better song Aaliyah, oprah Whoopi, serena um michelle is my favorite song michelle like there's a lot of there's be- iman like there's a bunch of songs better than the single that she put out and, and and like triples is saying it's very disappointing to when jd said what he said and all you know everybody was like all oh, female rappers can rap about other stuff they can do whatever they want blah 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 there's so many good female rappers out here and then Rhapsody drops a really, really great, you know, strong, solid album. And it I didn't even know it didn't crack the top 20 or the top 50. Like, that's crazy to me. And and it is crazy to me. But then on the other end, I'm just kind of like, well, they don't really push her like that. They don't really promote her the way that I think they should with, you know, obviously with the single that they put out. And, and what's crazy is like they the, the video for her single came out last month. It just got a million views on YouTube. Hot Girl Summer, that video came out within the last few days. It got a million views within six hours. So Rhapsody makes great music. There's no denying that. Everybody knows that. Everybody acknowledges that. Everybody understands that. But they're also ignoring it too. Like, if your album isn't in the top 50, you know, like if you're if you're not getting a million views within a couple of days on YouTube. I know she's making good music, but if you're a record label, she's going to end up getting dropped from her label and she's going to have to go the independent route because you can't, she's not profitable, you know? Like, she's making good music, but nobody cares. So how do you, how do you, you can't make a profit off of her, I don't I don't think. Like, I know Ninth Wonder is not going to just ditch her and drop her, but if I'm a record label, if I'm looking at these numbers, if someone slides this paper in front of me, it's like, hey, this is what Rhapsody did first week. She didn't crap the top 50? What? We're putting all this money in your music videos? You can't get a million views on YouTube? Like, everybody gets a million views on YouTube. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I, I, I feel great about her rapping. I, I, I don't feel great about her career right now. I, if I'm being honest, I don't feel great about it. Like, if you told me this was her last album because, you know, labels or whoever weren't trying to put their money behind her, I could totally see that happening. And it sucks <laughs> because she's a great rapper, obviously. But, you know, we all want to trash Cardi B for, you know, not being lyrical. But Rhapsody comes along and no, like nobody listens to it. Like none, none, of, none of these guys who claim to want to hear female rappers rap about more than their pussies. Like, where are you guys at? Why aren't you listening to this? Why aren't you tweeting about this? Why aren't you writing? Uh, I'm not writing, but why aren't you listening, watching on YouTube? Like. What are we doing? What what are we really doing out here? This is ridiculous. Like I'm looking at the ratings for her albums from uh I can't say this word, but it's like 91 out of 100. Hip Hop DX 5 stars, Pitchfork 8 out of 10, The Independent 5 stars, Rolling Stone 4 out of 5. Like 
She's getting rave reviews. Everybody who's reviewing is saying it's great, but nobody's listening to it. That is the uh, the Enigma Rhapsody. So, but definitely, if you're listening to this, go stream her album right now. Uh, it's called Eve. Definitely uh, drop a review on SoundCloud for us. Add us on Twitter. We're very interactive. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Troubles, you got any shout outs? Um, really quick, shout out to Ox DJ, of course. Um, shout out to Howard University class of 2014, their five year celebration. We just dropped part one, um, called Swag House Vibe. So, um, it's really centered around 2010 hip hop. So, if you remember that little bit of air, some party music, some Waka Flock on there. Then we got YC, Racks, and Future. So, definitely go check that out. And just randomly, shout out to Mia X, who became a professor at the uh, Loyola University in New Orleans. She's teaching a class about hip hop. I just saw it on Twitter. So, shout out to Mia X, like pushing the culture forward through the classroom. So. Marcus. At some point within the next few days, I'm going to go listen to Kingdom Come. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, I feel like I'm going to regret it. Got some gems. (laughs) Got some gems. We'll see. Got some gems. We shall see. Uh, Yeah, just shout out to everybody uh, who listens. We appreciate support. It's Committee Podcast. We out. Peace. Yeah, just shout out to everybody uh, who listens. We appreciate Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the thekidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you, articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog.